0: Okay, so
1: we're coming back. New week, new episode. We're going a slightly different structure this week. What can people expect from
2: episode three? This is a pretty monumental episode. I mean, it's David Greenspan, a giant of experimental (laughs) downtown theater. And this week we'll have two short audio plays that sort of constitutes this episode.
1: They are two pieces that are not
2: related. Is that correct? Correct.
1: So soundstage is anthological in that each episode is a standalone story. They don't necessarily relate to each other as we've designed the program thus far. And David has taken us even one step farther (laughs) where we have one episode that contains two standalone pieces that are both uniquely him, but also
2: uniquely themselves. His voice comes through loud and clear always and David's writing, you know, there's a stream of consciousness to it that makes you kind of lean in a little more. And it's a play that's fast paced and musical and it may be kind of a puzzle, probably super idiosyncratic and like a very delightful way. <laughs> that That's David Greenspan, so like get ready, for this ride. (laughs) We have a relationship with David Greenspan. Playwrights Horizons has a relationship with David Greenspan as a playwright and as an actor. He is both, he is all things. His play, She Stoops to Comedy, happened at Playwrights Horizons. And he also acted in multiple plays here. Anyone who's interested in formally inventive, strange new plays is going to intersect with David Greenspan. And so David Greenspan's been in Playwrights Horizons' orbit for sure. He's totally our brand of weird, so we're very happy to bring him into the fold of this new program. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So David is an actor and a writer, and you'll hear him in both of these pieces. He is the solo performer of the piece Loops at the end. He is part of the amazing ensemble of the first piece, There's No Time for Comedy. There are some other interesting voices that we will hear and I feel like there is a little bit of additional kind of theatrical royalty to be heard.
2: Oh, definitely. Lisa Crone, the wonderful Lisa Krohn, um, someone you may know as a writer, but who is also an actor in this, which is like an extra little treat for everyone to listen to. And I mean, the whole the whole team that created this one is just really special. Uh, Kenra Schmall is the director. Lots of multi-talented artists on this one. That's
1: awesome. Well, I feel like because it's a double feature, do we need to say, here we go, twice in a row? Here we go, here we go. Great. Yay!
0: What's funny? What's funny now? Just put it down. Just because. But there's no time for comedy. Nothing is funny anymore. I agree.
3: I agree with you, Henry Flower. Be quiet, Darlene. Just write something. For God's sake, just write something, Henry. Just write something funny.
0: But Mona, my dear, Mona, my dear wife, there's... I can't think. I cannot think of anything funny. At this time, I cannot think of anything funny. I can't think of anything funny at this time. It doesn't matter. Write something funny about Israel. Or Russia. Or
3: China. You could do that. Or North Korea. You could do that. Or what goes on in England. There's a farce right there. Surely, yes, there's always a farce going on there. Write something about that. Or any of those things. Something funny about any of that.
0: No, I can't. What could I say that's funny about any of those places? Friday. This is no time for... I don't
3: care, Henry. Just... We need the money. Mona is right, Henry Flower. You need the money, you two. You two need the money. Ask Donald.
4: What? What do?
3: Ask Donald.
4: Well, sure. I agree. I agree with Mona and Darlene.
3: We're... You should tell him, Donald.
4: Sure. Well, yes. You're in great need. No, Dennis. Donald. What? Donald.
3: That's what I said. No, you said Dennis. Howard's cousin. Henry. What? Henry. That's what I said.
4: No, you said Howard. Your brother's name is Howard, Darlene. I'm Henry. And Dennis... And Dennis is Henry's cousin, Mona. I'm Donald. Who are you? Sydney.
3: Who are you? What are you doing here? How did you get in here? Dead air. Sidney, if that's his real name, is just standing there not answering my question. Are you a plumber? Are you the plumber we sent for? Yes. The train. Take the train to Montauk. Well, now I understand. Now we know who you are. But what we don't know is how you got in here. That is a statement of fact. But what, what does it matter? Because I, Mona, know that you, Donald, are Donald, and not Dennis, my husband, Henry Flower's cousin, Dennis. And I, Darlene, know that you, Henry, are Mona's husband, Henry Flower, and and not Howard, my brother Howard. You can get to work, Sidney. Please repair the plumbing in the kitchen. The kitchen is right through there, through the dining room. The faucet is leaky right around the water filter. Please disregard the disrepair. I don't know how he got in here. It's almost as if he just materialized. Desperate. That's right. I was about to say desperate. Donald said we're in great need. But no, not great need. Desperate. I say desperate that we are in desperate need of money.
0: Why, Mona?
3: Why? Henry asks Why?
0: We have things. We're not starving. We have a roof over our heads. We're not out on the street. There's food on the table.
3: Get me out of jail. Will someone please get me out of jail? So what? Tell him, Mona. Be quiet, Darlene, our upstairs neighbors. You and Donald are kooky upstairs neighbors from upstairs. I'm capable of telling him, my husband Henry Flower, the baby... I'm thinking about the baby. Mona, my longtime friend, why are you getting so upset? Why are you getting so upset, Mona darling? I was just... Oh, I'm on edge, that's all. We've been friends for years, Darlene. You're always coming down to our apartment, and we have funny conversations and wind up in crazy situations. But I'm on edge.
4: That's right, she's been on edge.
3: Donald is right. Donald, my husband, Mona, has been on edge. We are in danger of losing everything. What? Now that we've paid our taxes, we're practically out of money. All right,
0: but calm down, Mona.
3: I don't like it when he tells me to calm
0: down. All right, but we're working. You have a job, Mona. Look at Darlene and Donald, our kooky upstairs neighbors from upstairs. Donald is holding down his job. Darlene is holding down her job. Are they worried? Are you worried, Donald and Darlene? But you're not, Henry. What?
3: I'm trying. Then stop. I'm working. Yes, we know. I know. But you're writing sad things. Sad things. Why are you so sad? Who said I was... Write something funny. Happy funny.
4: Who said I was sad? I'm
3: saying it. I'm saying it, Henry.
4: You are sad, old buddy. Tell him, Donald. Look, I... You may not be sad. You're... You have a sense of humor about things. You crack jokes. You're funny. You're... I'd even say you're chipper. Who
0: uses the word chipper these
4: days? You're pleasant and charming, funny and witty. But you only write sad, sad things. Yes, right. You used to write funny things. Funny, well, maybe not happy funny funny things, but funny things. People laughed. Cake server. Scary funny things. People laughed. But then, you know, you got the job writing for the comedy program everyone used to watch on Wednesday nights. And you came home every evening in a pleasant mood. Even when you came home worried, there was something pleasant about it. Things became happy funny. You weren't writing scary funny things at that time. Sometimes the crazy comic writers you worked with on the show would come over for fun or come over to write more funny things when you were all of you on a deadline. Or we, your kooky neighbors from upstairs, would come downstairs sometimes. And sometimes your crazy comic writing co-workers would be here when we, your kooky good friends from upstairs, came down the fire escape and through your kitchen window. Or sometimes, we, your kooky upstairs neighbors from upstairs, had already come down the fire escape and through your kitchen window when your crazy co-workers from the comedy show showed up for one reason or another, and we'd all be here together. You were writing funny things then, and our lives were funny. People would laugh about how funny we were.
3: But now you write things that don't make people laugh. They're sad and tragic. This is no time for tragedy, Henry Flower. Darlene is right, and Donald is right. People want to laugh. They want to laugh at funny situations. People need to laugh at funny situations. Write something funny about us. We're funny. You're funny, I'm funny, Donald is funny, Darlene is funny. I am in fact a scream. Donald is right. The crazy comic writers you worked with were funny. It made for funny situations. It's like in the depression. We need musicals. I'm depressed. Do be quiet, Darlene, darling. Koji Okamura. I like it when you call me Darlene, darling, Mona, but I don't like it when you tell me to be quiet. I'm like everyone. One, I don't like to be told to be quiet. Two, everyone is depressed. The world is- Oh my god. Oh my god. Stop it. Stop it! Donald, tell Darlene to stop it!
4: Stop it, Darlene, or we're going back up the fire escape.
3: We need, I'm telling you, husband Henry, we need light, funny, ha-ha, color, music, laugh, forget-your-troubles kind of writing. Around you! The human comedy!
0: Mona does not know, though, and I was in a very bad way emotionally years ago. I read Soroyan's Human Comedy. It is set during World War II. There are sad things in this book, but there's something comforting in its sweet hopefulness. But strangely, or perhaps it was not so strange, the book didn't alleviate the tremendous anxiety and depression I was experiencing at that time. But I remember the hopeful end of the book and the good feeling it gave me. But I also remember that it did not alleviate the emotional turmoil I was experiencing then. It only made me realize that i didn't live in the world of the book
3: it's everywhere henry look around you it's everywhere small comic moments a bird pooping on someone's head
4: that's That's funny. funny
3: yes donald and darlene it's it would not be funny if it happened to me but if it happened to me in a movie if i was a character in a movie if my life was a movie it could be funny i'd even laugh at myself maybe if no one i knew was seeing it with me but don't you see we need money we need money and to get the money You're going to have to make a concerted effort, my dear husband Henry Flower, to make people laugh. But
0: how can I make people laugh when I'm not happy?
4: I mean, not in a comic mood.
3: Comedy is pain. Mona is right.
4: Darlene is right that Mona is right.
3: I'm right. I tell you I'm right. I'm right. I'm always right. Gertrude Stein. Gertrude Stein. Gertrude Stein. This is the time for comedy. This is the time when we need comedy more than ever. I don't ask a lot from you, Henry Flower. I knew I wasn't getting much when I said yes to you, when I married you. You're not handsome, particularly handsome. You're not repulsive, not facially repulsive. But handsome? No. You are not a handsome man, Henry. Nor are you a great intellect. I would never say to my friends that my husband, Henry Flower, is a great intellect. Certainly not. You're not stupid, by no means. No, you're not stupid, Henry. You're reasonably intelligent. Thanks, thank you. But you can't. You used to be. You were. Yes, dear Henry, you were. You were funny. And that's why I'll leave you, Henry. If you don't get funny, and I mean fast funny again, I'll leave you. I'll divorce you. Don't think I won't. Perhaps my mother was right when she said, Mona, my daughter, don't marry that Henry flower. You can do better. Maybe she was right, my poor unhappy mother. Heaven knows she didn't have an easy time of it with my good-for-nothing father. She expected more from life than his spending the entirety of his working life at a factory, and she died in despair. She was very dramatic. Perhaps she should have walked out on him. Yes, I think she should have walked out on my father, my poor, poor, unhappy mother. And perhaps that's what I should do. Perhaps that's what I will do. Walk out this door and never come back. Mona is being very dramatic.
4: She comes from a dramatic family. Her sister Louisa is very dramatic too.
3: net febre I have to have funniness I have to I can't live in this black hole of despair this what what black hole I'll leave you I don't know where I'll go is that what you want for me to go and not know where I'm going or what I'm going to do because that's what's about to happen (laughs) <laughs>
0: okay, I I had to shut off the water to stop the leak. I need to get some replacement parts. I'll be back in the morning. Thank you. Thank you very much. Who
3: was that? That was Sydney, the plumber. Where did he go?
0: I don't know. It looks like he just disappeared.
3: I was crying. I was crying, wasn't I?
0: Yes, dear. You were crying.
3: Why are you smiling? Why are you all smiling? You look like you're about to laugh. You really are funny sometimes, Mona dear. You really can be quite funny.
4: Darlene is right, Mona. You can be very funny in your drama.
0: You're funny, honey, in your own way. The way you are is funny. The way you are is scary. The way you are is sad. But the way you go on, the way you go on and on and on, well, it can be funny. We're going to be okay, Mona, honey, my darling. Everything is going to be okay. Nothing lasts forever. That's what I think. Even if we come to an end, when we come to an end, it will be okay. Something else will happen. Something is always happening. Life will go on without us. You worry too much, doesn't she, Donald? Doesn't she, Darlene? She certainly does. She worries too much.
4: She certainly does. Lighthouse.
0: This is no time for comedy. There's no time for comedy. Not right now. But somehow, you're very funny, Mona, honey.
3: <laughs> no time for comedy henry flower
0: (laughs) no dear no time for comedy that's what's so funny that's the funny thing about it time play notes Past. Sound. Then. Notes. Taken. Then. Then. Alone. Then. Alone. Now. Years. Gone. Sound. Gone. Youth. Once. When. Gone. Strength. Gone. Notes. Gone. Heard. Then. He play I playing I play self, old self, I still, I fine, so what, fingers stiff, old age, not really, who cares, breath. Rest. Evening as we were in my room, I was young, both young, he and I, and I said, Perhaps we should not see each other any longer. I was threatening him, and he said, Fine. Well, I was young. Both young. We were young. I read of him periodically when he publishes. Always wrote well. Corrected my correspondence. Wrote well. Still does that we could still, as friends, see by happenstance each other, seeing as we moved in the same circles. Loops. Married now still to her, so stupid I. Me play, I playing, I play, self, old self, I still, I find so what, fingers stiff, old. My mind, thoughts pray. It was night, evening as once I said. His skin I will always feel, hairless virtually. Notes taken of him, scribbled passages, and some scribbled notes as well as though I could compose, well, nothing came of that happily, but notes I wrote, thoughts repeated, loops, could read them still were I to find, but what purpose, loops, B play, I play, I play, self so. Strange. In a city we should never by chance cross paths, moving as we do in some of the same circles. Loops. He married then by when last I saw before. So long. Stupid eye. I still, old eyes, eyes fine, same eyes, but breath, but hands, but fingers. And we were in the tub together for the last time after love, when he on top seeing me with tears in my eyes, thinking perhaps he must have how much by how well he made love I would miss. Not that... It was that I would still see us standing tub in the kitchen, side by side, sautéing calamari, as he sometimes did, mint, marjoram, and garlic, as I played. Loops! Be play I, play I, eyes fine, eyes still, old eyes, old thoughts, old, still, hold, still, still, thoughts, still. Loops. And we in the tub after for the last time. He's swishing water on my chest. I felt something then, but not since. Only notes taken of him, my mind returning in loops as those long written ago lost to time. And notes played, sufficing. And now I hear nothing of what I play, and my fingers stiffen. And my life went to shit. No love just a few fucks here and there. Holes in my life. Loops. B play I, playing I, play self, old self, old eyes, old ears, old thoughts. Ears gone now. No sound of what I play except that I must play badly now. But what I hear when I play is how I played once in the past, sound returning loops. And so writes he does of dance when once he made dances. And I to compose and play as if I could compose that last night before love with him by the dark window. No, you may not use what I composed for you, and his face pained, and I take immediately back what I say, for I was punishing him for ending what I said we should end, which I knew he would do in the end, shortly. End with me. The past in my mind played again. Old self. Alone, then, alone, now, here, now, nothing, notes, notes, taken, notes, lost, ears, fucked, years, gone, love, gone, him, gone, him, see, him, sound, Sound gone. Ears gone. Hearing Gone. Hear only shit in my mind. Oh God, have me mercy for love. Give me ears. Shot, perhaps best. Hear what once I sounded, sounded fine, more than fine, quite fine, first love. But were I now to hear, hear my thoughts of him, loops. O oh God, have me mercy! O oh God! Have me mercy that unlove should ever have to hear what sound would I play. B play I loops. Let me instead hear as I played then when he loops. B play I loops. Old self loops. His skin, his eyes. Bright circles, loops, (gasps) loops.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of Soundstage. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Season 2 of Soundstage is made possible with generous support from the Sherman Foundation's Catherine S. and Axel G. Rosine Fund and the National Endowment for the Arts. There's No Time for Comedy and Loops were written by David Greenspan, directed by Ken Rushmall. Sound design by Leah Gelbe. The No Time for Comedy cast was Evander Duck Jr. as Sidney, David Greenspan as Henry Flower, Beth Griffin as Darlene, Lisa Krohn as Mona, and Paco Tolson as Donald. The cast of Loops was David Greenspan as Player, casting by Elaine Aldefer and Lisa Tanadio. The episode production manager was Ryan Gosman, Audio editing by Dylan Caro. Recorded at CDM Studios in New York City by Kathleen Conti. The series line producer is Allison Koch. And our intro music is by Emily A. Sprock. Thanks to Jenna Reddy. To learn more about Playwrights Horizons and how you can support more theatrical adventures like this podcast, visit us online at phnyc.org soundstage or text PHNYC to 44321.